been transferred to personnel. Personnel? That's for assholes. People say I am the best boss. They go, God, we've never worked in a place like this before. You're hilarious. Ever since I started working, every single day of my life has been worse than the day before it. But every single day that you see me, that's on the worst day of my life. Wow, that's messed up. He's one of my favorite people. You know it. You know it because when it has to do with finding jobs and doing well in job interviews, this is the place to stop by. Greg Giagrandi is here. Is every day at work the worst day of your life? It's probably not that bad. But navigating the workplace isn't easy. That's why everyone wants advice on everyday career issues from how to ace an interview, ask for a raise or get promoted, to how to deal with bad bosses and crazy coworkers. But where do you go for answers? You can go to Google. But how do you make sense of a billion search results? You can go to books and blogs written by so-called experts, but what do they know? Most don't have experience in the day-to-day -day trenches of the workplace. You can phone a friend, but seriously, that's like the blind leading the blind. So then where do you go when you want the inside scoop and secret tips from a real expert? You go to Greg. Listen, folks, I have to tell you something. People are talking about you behind your back at work. What, you're surprised? Why, because you don't talk about your colleagues or your boss? Yes, people are talking about you. Have you ever given that serious thought, what people at work, your boss, your colleagues are saying about you? You should, because whether you like it or not, you have a reputation. Your reputation is your personal brand, what you project and how people feel about you. And that reputation has an impact on your career, for better or for worse. So, if you care about your career, then you should care about your reputation. You need to work on developing your reputation just as you would any skill you need to advance your career. A recent reader to my Go to Greg career advice column in the New York Post wrote, Dear Greg, I work in an environment where everyone is super close, constant happy hours and socializing, but I'm not really into that. I don't like to hang out with people at work. Is my approach negatively impacting my reputation with my peers and my boss? Okay, sure. Socializing after work can help deepen relationships, but constant happy hours and socializing after work constantly can also get you into trouble and lead to a kind of reputation that you don't want. Know what I'm saying? The better and more important way to develop a good reputation is by how you conduct yourself at work. Doing great work being a friendly, collaborative, welcoming colleague and not gossiping, that's the surefire way to develop a good reputation. As for your office's penchant for partying, I think it's important to occasionally stop by and chill with the boss and your colleagues. Don't feel pressured to stay too long or imbibe if you don't want to. But making a small effort every now and then goes a long way to solidifying that you're part of the team. But if the culture really expects you to conform and your reputation is hurt by not following the crowd, then maybe you're better off finding a new crew to work with. Our guest today knows a thing or two about personal branding. Laura Brown is the editor-in-chief of InStyle Magazine, the top fashion magazine in the industry. 
We all know the old adage, dress for success, but Laura has done much more than that, defying convention and building a successful career by putting fun in fashion with her unique personal style. In a world of clutter and copycats, her reputation is her differentiator, which she uses to her advantage. She's got several hundred thousand social media followers, and she's going to help you get a reputation makeover. It's Laura Brown, the editor-in-chief of InStyle. And today we're talking Hello. about business reputation and how do you develop a brand how yes. do you, and how important is having a personal brand, something you know a little bit about. A dash. No, but it's funny. Whenever you say reputation, it still sends a chill through my heart like I've done something wrong. You know, it, like when you're going through airport security and you're like, do I have cocaine on me? <laughs> um, but no, I. But it's still... When you're, we're all sort of plowing along in our professions, doing our best, it does give you pause to think about people talking about you because I'm quite guileless in a way. I just do the work and I know very explicitly, especially people outside of this company, for example, bloggers. I just read as somebody in a blog yesterday who had called me the funny one and why people should follow me on Instagram. So I have it very sort of explicitly um, written out by external people because I'm, I'm so visible. So I'm, whether or not I 100%, I, I, I am funny, I don't think I'm like Fozzie Bear, you know what I mean, or an actual clown, like I'm running a business. Clown, like I'm here to amuse you. Yeah, like and I'm, I'm like, and so I, I'm, it's a lovely thing to hear, but I, I've got to be conscious that I'm not, people aren't expecting when I'm going into an advertising meeting that I'm going to do stand Okay, up. but you, but no. you, you, you have a big personality. Yes, and, I'm an only child. And <laughs> so, that, but that's what I want to know right. is, is when you were thinking about your career, did you think that you had to differentiate yourself in some way? Was it cultivated partly, no. or were you always like semi insane? Uh, Semi-insane. Ever since I came to Time Inc., even more. <laughs> um, no, the um, I never cultivated anything. I'm honestly a bit basic. I keep saying I'm the basic bitch of editors because I think there's a part of me. I grew you say up in, you're a farm girl. I, mean, I am a farm girl. I grew up in Australia. My dad was a dairy farmer. There's part of me that's just happy to be here, um, and I think that enthusiasm comes out whether I can control it or not. Um, I never thought, here's how I'm going to be. I'm never. I'm, I'm more of a surfer. I've never said I'm going to network. I've never written a plan. I've never had a five-year plan. I've just kind of intuitively sent myself to places that interest me, you know what I mean? And I sent myself to New York City on like a week before September 11th and just showed up. I have not, you know, even on my, uh, the issues now, I don't really cultivate anything. I just go, that'd be good, that'd be good. So I think what, it's more that I didn't think I would cultivate being different, but I found out that I was just by the execution of me just very palpably being myself for the amount of years that I've been doing. When did that epiphany happen? When did uh, you realize I'm different and yeah. maybe this could work to my advantage? Yeah, I think it was... Probably when I started, I mean, I knew it intri intrinsically, but then you, in, uh, explicitly when I started, say, doing videos, when I used to work at Harper's Bazaar and I hosted a, a video show there. and Or even, like, I would start, bo like, booking our covers and running cover shoots and I would just get on with the people and there was more of an ease to our interaction because I've always, I'm respectful of people, but I'm not reverent. So I'm like, yeah, hey, Carl Lagerfeld, what's up? You know what I mean? And I've never had... So I think that that, that developed a confidence in me sort of socially that I would get on with people in there and I could get things done. And then I just think generally as you progress in a business and you become more senior and more accomplished, 
you do you become more yourself regardless. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that's just a natural thing. And then you're like, and if for me being so resolutely myself in a way became my currency. And I'm aware of that now. And that's sort of like a latent thing. And I'm like, well, this is handy because I'm not going to change now. Right. And, and, and I, I can I honestly say that I was, I was hired at, at Time Inc. in large part because of my social media presence and my personality on that. One of my bosses said, you can put a magazine together. That's great. We know you can do that. But because you are, you'll bring something else, that's helpful. Y- you were hired. Oh, here we go. He, Greg hired me. At Time Inc. because I said (laughs) there is only one person for this job. And it was because of your personal brand. It's how you cultivated yourself and your career. Unlike, there are lots of editors in this industry. Mm -hmm. But there are lots of big personalities and everyone knows the person, right? And... Your brand was so identifiable and your reputation (laughs) was so big and it fit exactly what I felt this brand in style needed. Right. Um, You remember our first meeting. I do. It was breakfast at an unholy hour, like executive time. It was like (laughs) 7.30 in the morning and I was like, all right. And I was like, because when, you, when you're a meeting for a job, you kind of speed date um, a number of executives. Kind of was that. But Greg, I really wanted to see again, put it that way. No, I ate his bacon. Um, and, um, no, became, literally. Literally. Like, I don't know, people might yeah. interpret no, that. No, that's nothing. <laughs> I ate a strip of bacon from his breakfast plate. And it was, and I and said, was, anyone on a job interview, <laughs> because it was over breakfast and we yeah. were talking the way we're talking. It was an yeah. instantaneous we kind of like, anyone yeah. who would reach across the table, grab a slice of bacon off of my plate and put it in her mouth mid-sentence as she's talking with both hands and just <laughs> grabbed it and continued talking. I'm like, okay, I'm in love. This person. <laughs> <laughs> needs to be here, um, but so, but it, thanks it, for it, the job. So, um, <laughs> but so 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 it's authentic. Yes. You you haven't cultivated this, but no. you became self-aware yes. that it's something I became you could sentient. use. Um, no, I think that it it becomes that I'm very I'm, I'm an editor. So I I also in say my social feeds, which I think is the most direct reflection of who I am out there. So uh, something I will cite often. Often I'm conscious of that my voice comes through, but I'm also conscious of it's not too much about me. It's, I'll do me and I'll be something from the magazine or something from politics or something else. But my voice runs through it and I quite honestly get people coming up to me like all over the world, going in airports and and going, oh my God, I follow your Instagram, you're so funny, da-da. And what's so weird, I never thought, and this is not like, um, so it's saying straight. I have tickets on myself, um, but I didn't think I was going to be so unusual uh, in fashion. I really didn't because I'm not that. I'm I'm pretty s- simple. Like I like I have good ideas and I work hard and I have my friends and I like to laugh and that because I think a lot of another reason for being a bit different was a lot of people in fashion still kind of exist in this sort of fashion movie and this way of feeling they should look and this way of feeling they should behave and I never really subscribed to that and it's been such a relief and and what I say to the young people, because um, <laughs> you're often, so old, because I'm aging by the second, um, is your personality is enough. 
You know what I mean? You will get work but your skills and you'll be true? where... Is that true? It is true. No, you can't be uh, have a great personality and be inept. But it, that will actually... If you have your baseline of skills, your baseline of skill set for the job is your base. But your personality is going to, if it's the right fit, is going to propel you in ways that you didn't realize. And I think that... I think that... Because some people... I also find because I'm in a very showy industry, people are second-guessing themselves all the time. And so I'm just trying to tell them not to do that. You know what I mean? Or overthink things. I always say it's sort of a, for like Tony Robbins, but I'm like, underthink it. <laughs> you know, um, if you're where you need to, need to be, where your DNA is, people find understand that immediately, and so do you in your heart of hearts. You know what I mean? When you're not forcing something. And you know this as running, you know, HR and comms as much as you have. You can tell when people have a DNA for things or if they don't. And so but you've got to drill down the, in yourself and know that. Yeah, th that's yeah. the difficulty, though, that because difficulty. people are, you know, most people are basically insecure. Yeah. <laughs> and so having the self-confidence to really drill down and say, okay, what feels natural to right. me? And often what feels natural to people is not something that other people would describe as a big personality. No, so do you have, have to have to a big personality? No, no, I just say reputation? your personality. Whatever your personality is, if you are quiet like and... What if you're a dead fish? What if you're if... a dead fish, there's an aquarium for you um, <laughs> somewhere. Um, no, I think if you're a dead... But there's people that are quiet and hard workers and resolute and go and do the job and go home and play chess or are into what they're into. So you don't have to be a showy have... personality So how do you develop... How do you... Because we know, right, right at work, people, the rumor mill, the gossip mill... At every company mm. is electric. I mean, electric. Um, yeah. People love to talk. Yes. And they love to talk about the new boss. Yes. They love to talk about the new colleague. They yeah. just love to talk about. Yeah. Um, do you want people talking about you? And how no, do you craft? I don't mean you. I mean, how do, oh, do generally do, generally yeah. do, do and how do you help? craft that narrative. I think that you you do that with your work and you do that with an ease with people. And I think if I'm, especially in my experience being talked about in this company, God knows what they've said, but I think it's that... It's a very, very thick file. Very, very human resources. Mm -hmm. I keep them so busy. But I think that I would like to, and I think if you're just known as a good person who does great work and encourages other people and even whatever level you are, I would like to be talked about as little as possible um, in a real <clears throat> professional um, in, a, in within a company, just knowing, like, for me, I would be more than happy to have people go, Instyle's going great. Instyle's fine. Everyone's cool. You know what I mean? Rather than, did you hear, did you hear, did you hear, did you hear? Uh, I think that you can have your moments of whatever, of pronouncing yourself in whatever industry you're in and own those and, pro and, and project yourself outwardly in a way that you're comfortable with, whichever way that is, if it's boldly or quietly, and if it's in one year or if it's in 50 years. Um, but I think I would, I, I feel more comfortable personally that within the company that I'm working with, in that it's pretty chill actually. So can we I, give it some- it seems erratic otherwise. Can we give some concrete advice? So if you're just, um, if you're just starting out- Yes. Um, and thinking about, you know, okay, I've come from this safe environment that I know, which yeah. is academia. Yeah. Uh, and now I'm going into this world where everyone seems to have their, you know, their act together mm -hmm. and everyone seems to have their place. Usually they're just figuring out, and, and it's the advice that people often give, just fit in. Right. You know, go along to get along, you know, all these cliches. Right, right, But right. that's actually not what people should do, right? No, you should get to know people. I think that there's, like, you're there because you deserve to be there, and you've got to own the reason why you were hired. You know what I mean? And everybody forgets in whatever iteration that's you are. That's a great in, piece of yeah, advice. 
Own the reason, like, I mean, can I swear? Yes. Like, own your shit. And it took me a long time, because I'm from Australia and we're super self-deprecating down there, to sort of be in America for a few years and go, oh, I did that. I'm proud of that. And I deserve this because I got here. So I think you've got to come with that kind of ballast of, like, I've got this job and, I, and I'm worth it. And also, whatever, whether you're, you're going to be scared from it, whether you're an assistant or whether you're the damn boss. I walked into 85 people in a room and that was scary. You know, so there's always going to be that little trepidation whenever you're turning up. But I think just get to know people and open yourself up to people because otherwise people talk more if you're closed. So I've I've seen I've heard that and it's like just go and talk and and put your hand up for things and you get people's measure and you get the measure of the workplace the the most swiftly the more people you engage with. So just just a very sort of brief cursory look at your social media presence. Right. Uh, no one would think that you are uncomfortable in any. Right business or social setting. Right. You're such an ease about you and the way you communicate and relate mm -hmm. to people. Do you get nervous when you are meeting certain people or in certain business uh, situations? You know what's funny? I, I think I I had an inbuilt... It's not even like an a, a occasion by occasion, but for me, and I was just talking about this yesterday, coming from somewhere else far away and, and and New York, which I'd seen as some sort of Oz, no pun intended, but like like this sort of mythological place where everybody's smarter than me, better than me, more glamorous than me, more connected than me, richer than me, you know what? And I was like, oh my God, I'm here. And so I think I had this inbuilt, not nervousness, but a bit like I'm not gonna be like that or enough for that. And then after a while, when you get in the room, I remember one of my first times I'm in a room at a meeting and I'm kind of running this meeting and people listening to me and I'm like, oh, oh, they're not smarter than me. They're not better than me. And it was this funny epiphany that I reached that I think sort of grounds me now in most of my interactions. So in a weird way, it's more of a years-on thing. Um, I don't... I th Also because I think for me... I, oh, I think this is a good thing to remember. I call it the shiny people. Say that, Take the shiny people. If all the shiny people, celebrities, politicians, Oprah, if they're all like ducks on a pond... I've always had the ability to see the legs. And I think it's always oh, important wait, I'm trying to, get the to see the duck. The duck the is metaphor. cruising oh, okay. around, okay. looking <laughs> super chill, right? right? And those legs are paddling furiously underneath there. And it's important to know that whatever person you're deal dealing with, they're like the duck. They've all, there's always something going on. The actress has had a thing or a drama or a bad relationship or can't fit in a dress or the politician had this and that and the other or they're nervous too. And they're just people, whoever they are, your boss, your CEO, biggest movie star, your sports hero, they have their stuff and we're all the same and the sooner that you unite in that idea, the less overwhelmed you will be and the more genuine interactions you will have with those people if they can't smell your fear. That, well, that's <laughs> because that's sh that's, that throws people off. When they're like, you make them awkward the minute that you seem awkward. And I know that's easier said than done, but just remember that just those, those legs... They're flapping away under there. <laughs> it's great. I re and it's, all, it's really all about self-awareness. It's yes. really looking inward and thinking about it. And I remember when I was first starting out in business and um, I would see all these executives mm -hmm. going into the boardroom. <gasps> the boardroom. The room. weekly executive meeting yeah. in the boardroom. <laughs> yes. And, and, the door, and the door would close. And, then, and they would, then they would come out with their little notepads and they would all have their little side chatter. And I would think... 
they're so smart. Yes. They figured out the world, like what went on in yeah, there. Yeah. Like they, and you want to know what? They have no idea what they're, they're yeah. just regular the people, the same, just trying to, because. There's someone in there furiously eating lunch at any right. given time. There's like, so, and yeah. somebody like filing away and someone yeah. like picking yeah. their teeth yeah. and like they're arguing. I don't know how to do this yeah. because, and, and the only reason why I know that is because I've been in those boardrooms yeah. now. And, I've, and I'm like, yeah. and I remember having that self-awareness saying, oh my God, like, we, we, we're no different than we were 15 years ago we when we were on the outside looking in. Any like, better. like one of my most, you know, I've been in a few of those infinitely less than you board meetings. And one of the most recent ones ended up just a random meeting about something, but was with big people. And, and it, the last quote on them in the meeting was, yeah, it's weird. <laughs> and that was how we finished. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? The thing we were talking about, it was weird. You know, and it is, they're not... Everybody advances and they have their expertise, but they're not better than you. Um, they're just great. not. Great point. Thank you. So your reputation yes. and your personality has certainly contributed greatly to your success. Yes. Has it ever hurt you? Um, not in a massive way. I think sometimes, sometimes I, I, I wonder if people in the business think I'm like a Labrador, you know? Like, I mean, some of them, like, cause I, there's just different tropes of behavior in fashion and I don't really fit into them. So people that, and I don't think it's hurting me cause I don't care, but sometimes I can be like, if I'm running around at a fashion show, hugging children and like, you know, and people are like, mm -hmm, what the hell's with her? There might be a bit of snobbery there. Um, but not just hurting you personally, but yeah, hurting but like, you has, as has, a brand, your, has your brand. As in-style brand? Uh, well, just, or just, just you, has, um, has your personality, your brand, your reputation ever had not been an advantage in right. business? Um, not hugely. Thankfully, I'm really thankful that I, because I think I'm. I try to make it easy for people, and and I don't force things. I don't. If somebody gives me a no and it's for a reason, I don't push it. And that's when the minute you start pushing people and you get you get a bad reputation and you burn bridges. And I work in a very very delicate ecosystem of fashion and celebrity, and there's people that will leave you in the dust and everything else. So I've known to. Ask the best people to do the best job and leave them some flexibility. Or if they're working with an advertiser, not just humping their leg all day. You know what I mean? Or just knowing that it will come. I say, oh, I've come up with all these sayings, Gigi. You'd be so proud of me. Um, but I say business is like dating. Don't keep calling. And if I have a bad time, don't go back. <laughs> That's you know? how simple it is. Yeah, but it's like, so I don't, I, I try not to put myself in a situation where I'm pushing someone who's going to get pissed off with me or agitated by me or I've been too much or asked too much or I've not fulfilled something or I spend a lot of time managing expectations, which I think is very wise to do on the whole. So you don't get a thing where I haven't lived up to an idea that somebody wants from me or I've overdone it. So I guess I just try to make every interaction I have Easy and pleasant and creative and fulfilling. So you made it easy for your boyfriend. You didn't. He didn't have to keep calling. You, he didn't you, have you didn't to keep calling. To I didn't. He asked me out on the check. He was a breakfast waiter in LA. Um, and uh, no, but I just, I can't. I've got so much going on. I can't create drama or participate in drama. I don't. I don't have the bandwidth. I am like jazz handing millions of hours a day. I get really tired. I don't have the appetite for it. And anybody that's around me understands that my staff know that. 
Um, and I think the people that we're working with and that are contributing to the success that we're having know that. And I think I had a bit of equity when I came in too, you know, so. So let's stick with fashion for a second. Sure. So in fashion, <laughs> uh, something you know a little bit about. Yes. Uh, if you want to change your image, mm -hmm. uh, how difficult it, uh, difficult is it to do that? You could just go um, out and get a new wardrobe, right? Like go on a shopping spree with you. Sure. Everybody come on a shopping spree with me. You have to buy me one thing each time. Um, you can. Yeah, you, it depends how much, how, if, if you're just going to give, if you, it depends on how good you feel in the clothes. Like, you can be like, oh, you should wear a navy suit. A navy suit makes you feel not yourself and you shouldn't wear the navy suit. And it's funny because I've been talking to a lot of companies lately and like, our woman is, there's four different types of women and I'm like, no, there's one woman who one day wants to wear an ivory sweater and the next day wants to dress like a punk and the next day wants red shoes and the next day wants brown shoes. And you've got to wear what makes you feel the most powerful and the most, if it's attractive or in command or whatever that is. But yes, you can put on, you can change. Look at all this make, why do makeover shows do so well? Okay, you so now. You can go and buy a thing that will project something else. And I advise people when they're in a professional situation that you pay attention to the universe around you and what the currency is. And I'm fortunate that in mine, people wear jeans a lot and I wear jeans a lot. So I'm thrilled because I have to truss up in a damn suit every day. I'd feel like I was in drag. Um, but, you know, depending on your, on your industry, there's certain tropes that we all fall into in our businesses, and I know when I have to wear a cocktail dress, and I know when I can wear jeans. But what is that color? What is that cut? What is that shoe that makes you just feel, makes you stand up taller? Okay, so now let's apply that image makeover. Go on. To career and reputation. Yes. So if you're an entry-level person, that's not as big a deal. But right. let's just say you've, uh, you've been working for a while. Yes. Uh, and um, you're not happy with the way people talk about you at right. happy hour, right? right? Or you don't have such a great re um, reputation and you need to rehabilitate your mm -hmm. reputation. Um, you can't just go out and get a new wardrobe and change your image, right? So no. from a career, how do you change your image from a reputation standpoint in career? What advice you, would you for give? For me, I think the number one is you just have to open up. You have to open up to people because the only way you can change things is interacting. It's like, for example... Email versus a phone conversation or email versus an in-person conversation. When things are protracted and whispery and, you know, uh, what do you say here? I always say, um, like, telephone, like a game of telephone. People will talk about you and things get solidified, but you can diffuse them more immediately with a one-on-one. -on -one. Like, for example, when people go, what do you mean with an email? Oh, my God. And then, like, you have a conversation for two minutes, and it's like, oh, shit, there was no drama there exactly. at all. So I would take that sort of mentality and, and be it into, like, for example, don't be the boardroom with the doors closed. Be the one that walks out of the boardroom and talks to people. I think that's the quickest way to... Yeah, we talk about celebrities and everything else, and we all make our assumptions and everything, and then you hear them talk, and you're like, oh, geez, that was wrong. You know what I mean? So just open yourself up and, you know, all of us, whether we are strictly in the business of communications and, uh, or not, we're all in communication. We're all communicating something. We're always a joke. We're all in sales. We're all selling something. And, uh, and just open yourself up to people and you'll be happier and you'll remove that icky feeling of what are they saying about me, you know, and they're not, they're not, gonna, they're not, they're not going to talk about you, but remove, I, hate, I always say I hate ambiguity like that. I hate passive aggression. I hate not knowing where you stand when you walk in a room. And I, I'm proud, I think, that people know with me. And even my last boss, who was kind of, you know, uh, really full on and could be upset people or be very strong or be, but then very praise, praising word, um, you always knew. And I always respected that.
because like especially in my business there's a lot of that like mm, you know I hate it so don't don't subject yourself to that mood that that weird passive aggressive quiet what are they saying what and then we go home at night and not sleep because I'm worried about saying just get yourself in there so sort what it if out. it's so what if it's not this kind of pervasive reputation but right. it's like a one off career limiting move like something right. that really Everyone starts talking about, it, and now that's kind of your like some f up like that your, you've made. Yeah, some yeah, real. Okay. How do how do you recover from that? I think you own it. I think I think, and also our cycle, news cycle, gossip cycle, professional cycle, moves so fast now. Like I mean, that you if you own it and and, and deal with it, move on because people will be talking about somebody else the next day. <laughs> right. My mum used to say. Today's news is tomorrow's fish and chip wrapper. <laughs> you know, like it's, it's true. But even look at Trump, for example, like, you know, oh my God, he's, he's the worst thing. And then they'll say, oh, the economy is good. You know what I mean? And this is like somebody, the most per- pervasive pariah like creature. And even the, his opinion changes day to day. So if you're in some office somewhere, and with the culture being as it is right now, when everybody's looking for other things to talk about and everybody's so wildly overstimulated and needs to have a lie down all the time because there's so much coming at us all day, but yeah, I F that up. So you can recover. Dispose, yes, but you you shouldn't obfuscate. You shouldn't be like, well, he said, you know, I blame him, and this happened, and everything else. If it was true, and if whatever your f up is is yours, own it and deal with the person and apologize or whatever it is, and go, I'm not going to do that again. And there'll be someone else to talk about because there always is. So I think we have a game. Oh my god, a game! A game that oh. uh, our crew here would like us oh to play. Oh my god, play. we've got a crew here. We have a crew in this okay. large studio. Yes, we're very. We're all sitting on each other's laps. Uh, and it's a career-ending game. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> it could be depending on our responses, <laughs> but it is a career. Would you rather? Got it. Now neither one of us know what the uh, no. questions are. So I feel so alive. Gonna, so and it's it's. I'm slightly nervous because I I don't like to not be in control. I know. <laughs> but let it go. We're gonna let go. It go. So Greg. Uh, so here's the first one. The first one is. Uh, would you rather reply all on an email talking shit about a colleague or would you rather accidentally forward a deeply personal email to your team? Ooh. Reply on an email I was talking shit, but it's like say something. Can I say be like, oh, I didn't read down. <laughs> <laughs> what? Oh, I didn't get the chain. <laughs> no, I'd be like, hey. No. Um. Can I add to that? Because yes. what would you do? I would definitely reply all yeah. and email shit because there, there, you can yeah. get out of that in yeah, some way. Yeah, in a second. But revealing can, something deeply personal. You can bullshit your way out of that. The, that was the timer telling us yeah. we, that we finished answering. But we're so, well, there's a time. Oh, Jesus. Okay. No, no, no. Yeah, so we agree. Like, so everyone do that. Well, un- unless you don't care about <laughs> they don't care about anything. Revealing yeah. deeply. <laughs> Personal stuff about Unless you're on Kardashians, then go for it. But, you know, if you talk shit about someone, to your point, like you said, you like own own it, it. apologize, or or pretend somebody actually took your email and. And be like, what do you mean? I'm not even here. I can't see. I'm blind. (laughs) All right, next one. Yeah. Would you rather have to present to the CEO at the last minute about something you've done Ah. or have to go on TV at the last minute about something you've done? TV. 
Why? Uh, it's just easier and more immediate. I find with presentations to CEOs, there's always a slideshow and a bloody, you know what I mean? If, if in a way that you could have as, as great an ease with a CEO presentation as you can going on TV, I would happily do it, but that doesn't seem to be quite where we are. Um, I can speak to anything. I think that's fine, but I'd rather just like, because I've done it. I have gone yeah, on yeah. TV at the last minute with breaking news stuff, and I've just sat there and gone out of my own body and done it. So what have I, and I actually yeah. find it more stimulating because I Me like too. I like the bigger stage. Like, the, yeah. like I see the CEO ten times a day. Yeah, right? and you know so, it's going to be like a hip. Here's right, the deck. Right. So and you open like, up a go on television and it's live yeah. and anything yeah. happen. You, you, yeah, you someone feel alive. Could, could could die. Right. Like things could happen. Things could happen. Like, you could get stumped and You're you could so be. You could, and you then could, you listen to yourself after, and sometimes I go like. I don't sound like an idiot. Right. I'm or you can have surprised. the Albert Brooks moment from broadcast news. Oh, when news. you sweat like a bastard. <laughs> right. So, yes. And just knowing that could happen. Now, sometimes you can, like, I've done that, I'm like, and then I've left the room and I've, like, opened my arms. And I'm like, oh, God. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. No, well, you know, you just say, like, you end up in a quiet posture. But no, TV, TV, TV. It, it is, it yes. is, it is uh, quite uh, sort of comforting to uh, come back from a television appearance thinking you did awful. Yes. Right? And then watch the replay and go, like, oh. okay, I wasn't oh, awful. <laughs> maybe, I, maybe I might know I a thing. might not have been awful. One okay, thing. next one. Would you rather permanently <laughs> lose any memory of how to type or permanently lose any memory of your <laughs> boss's name? <laughs> That's funny. Um... Well, I don't know. Can I go a third way? Because in Australia, yeah, sure, we just say right. mate. <laughs> right, right. This is how you I pull, pulled out of saying. so much stuff in my life. Mate! mate right. What's going on? Yeah, How's but, the empire? But only if you're from Australia no, can you I get away even... with it. Like, I can't call no. everybody mate. Like, they're going to go, okay, you don't remember. Or I, you know what I've done? This is, this is more of a social thing. It's so bad. But sometimes if I don't know someone's name, not my boss, boss aside, if it's someone that I, because I meet a million people and I, I'm, I'm like memory full, like things fall out of my head. Yeah, right. And if somebody, I have been known to do this. Shit, I shouldn't give it away. But, but if some, I don't know the person's name, I start a coughing fit. <laughs> <laughs> so they have to like introduce each other. I start, oh, sorry, what? And then they start talking. I have done that. Well, so I'm I, not proud. I, I haven't done that, but I've been in that situation. Yeah. What do you do? Where I go, oh my god, it's terribly embarrassing. I have to introduce these people, and yeah, I don't remember and I've got either. Nothing. Of their nothing. Name. So, like, I I have pulled out a phone. I go, oh, I'm terribly sorry. Just I've pulled oh, out. Oh, you a phone. do that? See, yes. yes. If we have our bullshit things, I'm yeah, sorry, your yeah, phone is my coughing fit. Right. Maybe uh, we should swap and, these tactics. And, freshen them up. Or sometimes I take a risk. Ooh. I go like, you guys should know each other. Oh, that's And then good. I say nothing. And then I let and then they, the, just and go, then they that's feel a good like, one. okay, I'm Greg. I, I, yeah. And they introduce themselves. Yeah. I go, oh my God, the two of you really you need to need to know each other. Oh, and then yeah. I leave it. Oh, yeah. Or, or I have done one thing because I'm a fast talker. Sometimes I go, like, hey, this is the. Uh, <laughs> and nobody catches anything. Oh, they do. But they I just pretend, don't want to tell you. I pretend, well, it's normally loud. I pretend that I just knew it. And then I go, go into the bar. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what's, what's next? <laughs> Okay, would you rather work for someone you like but don't respect ah. or work for someone you respect but don't like? Hmm, I have a problem with this. I do too because I think that's too black and white. And I think, it is. Like, I, think I, 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 I can't like someone if I don't respect them. Exactly. So I, I, I so can, I'm we, with we, you we, on this uh, one. Jewish. We're not going to answer this question. We don't like this Yeah, one. yeah. It doesn't work. So would you rather have to admit a big mistake to your boss or have to admit a big mistake to your team. Um, 
would be okay with either because it's a mistake is a mistake. And I think that, again, if you own it and you just go, we've got to fix it, you know, look, we try to be in a position where we don't make them, obviously. But if there's a mistake, that's probably likely that maybe the mistake to the boss is something that is also going to affect your team in a lot of cases. If it's a, I don't know, you screwed up your See, magazine I'm, I'm cover or something. I'm thinking more strategically. Yeah, okay, what would, you would do this because yeah, you're better so, than me. Yeah, what, are so you, what would you do? I would rather admit yeah. a big mistake to my team. Right. Because even though people like say, oh, okay, don't worry about it, forget it. You like, if, if it's a big mistake, you yeah. kind of remember it for a while. And even yeah. though you might not be judgmental and really take it out on the person, but if you admit a big mistake to your team, there's no consequence because right. it's not your boss. Yeah. And your team is likely to go, Wow, what a great leader. It's so Only human. Only mistake and so human. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, yeah, it, yeah. It's really yeah. strategic. But it's yeah, really, so, <laughs> but so right? human. And, yeah. so like, yeah. and so it could be like a, 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 a teachable moment yeah, yeah, to like yeah. say, own your shit, as yeah. you say, right? So I'd rather admit it to this the This is why you run boss. comms and I'm just That's the why. random koala girl. Okay, how many more of these? Mm -hmm. what, last one. Okay. Would you rather oh. let your team have access to your personal Gmail for the day or let your team have access to your personal Photo reel for an hour. That's easy for me. Um, photo reel. Easy, hands but down, photo reel. But also, like, all you find on my phone are freaking shoes and koalas. And like, well, I mean, that's and like, why you don't. and like my covers, which would be a bummer. But like, I don't have like naked people, and I don't like also. If I'm, but I'm, I'm kind of a pansy. Like, even on my personal Gmail, I'm not like. Bleh. Like I don't put things on email that are are terrible. No, I, I or super I, personal I, I, because I, I, I know uh, that they're going to go out into the world at some point. Well, I'm I'm so simple. I'm for, like for me, like everything personal is super personal. So yeah. it's not like there's like there's going to be some deep dark hidden secret because I'm yeah. too smart to put it in an email. Exactly, there's not going to be a paper but trail. Still, of but your, it's too, you know, it's still too revealing. Yeah. And an hour of my personal photo reel, it would take them four hours to get yeah. past all the pictures of my daughter. Yeah, so, so you're I, on with your, your daughter, and I'm on, with, I'm literally got like um, uh, lots of videos of, when does this come out? Uh, whenever we want it to Dancing come out. Dancing Oprah Winfrey. There you go. So, you know what I mean? People will get stuck as well, because there's a lot of, like my, my phone is highly entertaining from 8 to 80, so they would get stuck of 13 pictures in playing <laughs> videos. So I'm good. I, I would happily, and like I have, you're bored, here's my phone. Laura Brown, I adore you. I adore you. Thank you so much. Thanks for having. Thanks for caring about anything I might have to say ever. Everyone for the job. does. That's why you're so popular on yeah. social media, and that's why you're so successful in your career. So, why, what are the you. what are the key takeaways we can give to people today? Um, about look about at, okay. personal brand and reputation. Be yourself. Trust yourself. Own what you do. Remember, all the ducks have legs. Going very very fast. Nobody's better than you. Um, be the editor of your own life. And uh, that's own who you are. Own that's, who you that's are. That's what is different. They're That's in, what right? got you there, to the hallowed halls right. of wherever you happen to work, and go out and get it. As always, if you have more questions, you know where to tweet, at Greg Jean Grande, or at the New York Post, my weekly Go to Greg career advice column. Thank you very much. Bye.